0: It's the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the
1: Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show,
0: the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show. where did the cookies get? Mm. Last week on the Mikey Bet Show. So excited, uh, Joe. How you doing? Good pal. How are you? Uh, I'm not doing too bad. I'm uh, doing a lot better talking to uh, talking to you. You know. Okay. All right. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. It's all nonsense. But it's
2: all about gambling. It's all like, yeah, it's a gambling. In fact, the
0: hot dog place I reviewed is actually like a couple of blocks from Cozzarelli. Oh.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Why do we
1: never get an answer when we're knocking at the door?
2: Yo! saddle up! Lock and low! And you notice what he said, it's all about the betting. Isn't your show all about the betting?
0: Bro, Frank, tell me why I was literally thinking, I was like, dude, this is called the Mikey Betts show. Does this guy not understand that this show is all about betting? And he's like straight up talking shit about betting. <laughs> 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 Well, welcome back to the Mikey Bet Show. That was the Open, and uh, that was Joe Ganescoli.
3: And, uh, fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> what's, what's up, Chris? Hey, you said it, not me, man. You said it, not me, but, uh, what, a. Uh... I mean, you know, bless him for for jumping on with us, giving, giving us some time of his day. But yeah, I take that back. I'm not fuck
0: that guy. He's uh, a nice guy, but geez, but, man, lighten yeah, up.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. I can't. Um, was, I feel like he jumped on and then just immediately regretted it. <laughs> right yeah, right. literally. And then we had some technical difficulties, and it was just uh, it was a talk about the talk about a snowball. Dude, Joe
0: Ganskowi hates Frank the Tank with a passion. Hey, uh, is it your first time doing this, kid?
3: Uh, but I think we—I feel like we totally like Dumb and Dumber, uh, like the movie Dumb and Dumber. We totally redeemed ourselves this week in regards to interviews. Well, oh fuck uh, yeah, bro. S- scratch that though because we're taking we're taking credit away from both Frank the Tank and AB last week. Well, yeah, Frank we the Tank had, saved that interview last yeah, week too. And then by we the way. also had we also had the AB interview. Uh, as part of that episode as as well and that i mean just we were talking about it earlier today uh, you know before we recorded the show but just that was one. i think that was one of our one of our probably one of my favorite interviews that you were able to do i wasn't able to jump on on that one but it was very informative and um it just is good to see a crossover crossover talk from uh one chicago podcast to another
0: Yeah, I loved having A.B. on Anthony Beltrano. You guys could find him at the Chicago Crossover. Great podcast, uh, especially if you like Chicago sports like us. Uh, Like I said, we're not competitors. We're friends. So obviously go listen to him, but listen to us first like you are right now. Yeah, great guy. Uh, Love having him on. He was on the segment for Chicago's Finest. We're actually having another one of our guests for Chicago's Finest. He is a... Las Vegas barber. And he's also one of my good friends. We go way back. We went to school uh, for the longest time. I remember, dude, you'll hear the stories we were sharing about, like, you know, just shooting the shit back in the day. Um, Really, really fucking smart kid. Really. The guy's got, I swear to God, he's got a hustler mentality. He just always thinks and finds new ways to make stuff work. He's got an engineer mentality where he'll always find something to make it work. Uh, Love the kid, man. He... He was nervous a little bit, Tookie, but he was he was great to have on and uh man I missed that kid. I can't wait to shoot the shit when he comes back.
3: Well let's set up the rest of the show then for this week. We have Tuki on, as you said.
0: Yep, for Chicago's Finest.
3: So we'll have that we'll have that interview as part of this week's episode and then uh give the listeners who else is gonna jump on with us this week.
0: Well, we have ESPN, Chicago's very own, and NBC, Chicago's very own, Dave Kaplan, a.k.a. The Cap Man, a.k.a. He puts the cap in Handicap for now, right? That's crazy. Didn't even know he was doing that.
3: Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that I, uh, we were talking about his, his videos, you know, his videos of him releasing plays and such. Yeah. We didn't talk about the one where he's coming out of the pool, like a oh, like a a nineteen eighties like a 1980s movie.
0: Yeah, that was the ultimate flex. Definitely, definitely a flex for him. Oh, sneak peek for this interview. I kind of interrupted him and I, I, did you hear that, Chris, when I was like, when he was like, uh, what did he say? Oh, I had Matt Nagy on this morning and I was like, flex. (laughs) Yep. Just talked right over it. And it's fucking funny. We have Kaplan on and then we also have the Philly Godfather, Steve, aka the Philly Godfather. Love him. Part of his network at the, uh, follow the action network. Great guy. Has a sandwich named after him. We'll find out where you can get that. Find out where you
3: can get that, yeah. So yeah, Philly Godfather and David Kaplan jumping on with us for this week's episode for a period of time, as well as Tukey joining us for Chicago's Finest. But Mikey, I think we're kind of bearing the lead here because I think from last week's episode up until now, some major stuff went down, huh? We, we, uh you uh you yeah man
0: uh, yeah yeah it was uh i uh i'm uh, engaged i'm engaged i'm engaged it's uh it's fun it's 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 awesome it was a it was an amazing feeling i have a fiance now i'm happy i get to spend the rest of my life with her and uh we'll see where that con- journey continues but fuck san diego we were talking about with it with uh philly godfather and mm-hmm. um and uh, Kaplan, you know what? And I'm sorry, Chaz. I got a friend named Chaz out there that lives in San Diego. He's probably listening right now. Uh, sorry, dude. That's just, just too expensive. And it's it's definitely not worth it. Sorry. And the people are mean. People are assholes. Fuck really? that. Yeah. No, I, I'm telling you, I could not believe how mean they were. It was hmm. the rudest attitude ever. And that's coming from Chicago, right? right not the Midwest right. hospitality. You know, this is from Chicago. So, dude. San Diego people are just fucking mean, but we'll talk about that later. I probably lost a couple of followers. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I,
3: I, I did not, I would have not foreseen that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at all. Not but, at all.
0: Yeah. So it, 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 it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, yeah. We, we also have more news uh, besides that, even though that's one of the b- biggest days of my life. We also have the uh, MikeyBets.com is revamped. Did we tell that you about- true. Yes. That is true. MikeyBets.com is your band. You guys can check that out at MikeyBets.com, www.MikeyBets.com, www.MikeyBets.com, um Dude, looks great. I love the way that it's set up. You guys can find the way to get to the casino, our casino, at uh, Sugar House Casino and Sportsbook. You guys can use the promo code MikeyBets. You guys can get an instant match deposit up to $250. So let's say you put in $50 you want to get 50 back that's 100 bucks you want to put 250 dollars in guess what they give you 250 back that's 500 bucks go play with it that's 250 dollars of free money why not uh you can meet the crew you can see who's on the mikey Bet show you can see what what's uh, mikey what mikey betts llc is all about uh, we just uh opened up a our gaming license in new jersey that's fucking awesome uh, we're looking to spread it to Michigan, Indiana, and then Illinois. We're just waiting on the regulations from Illinois. Very, very exciting, very exciting stuff going on with Monkey Betts and the Mikey Betts show. And uh, we can do it obviously without the glue that holds it all together. As you can see, uh, Chris, the producer who's been absolutely killing it with us and uh, just uh, with us, with me just, we're just helping, helping it out. And uh, without Chris, there's no Monkey Betts show. Just, uh, so I appreciate everything you do, bro.
3: That it's awesome, making me blush over here. Man. <laughs> not not the case at all, but uh, no, this was uh, you know all started with your hard work and an idea, and I was just fortunate to uh, to be asked and happy to happy to be a part of it. And I'm looking so forward to where we're going. Hell yeah, brother!
0: Uh, but yeah, you guys can check out the MikeyBets.com. If you guys have any questions there you can feel free to ask us uh on the left top hand left you'll see the home button you'll see what is mikey bets llc you can meet the crew sports betting tips you can find out where to get all your stuff at com slash mikey bets if you want to win big you can go there and sign up follow the action where you can find all our podcasts and then sugar house Sportsbook casino with the promo code mikey bets like i said it's a great website you can find all our social media as well and uh, really happy about it. I hope you guys check that out ASAP. Um But yeah, let's uh not talk about us for a second, let's talk about some fucking sports. Cause that's what the listeners want. Let's mm-hmm. talk about let's talk about the sadness with the Bulls. I'm so fucking sad, Chris, that they did not make the playoffs. But Breaks my hot kid.
3: But try the chowder. But this year after the season is over, more so than what, probably the past five years. You, you definitely feel a lot more confident going into the off season uh, than we have in the past, and that starts with leadership at the top, with it no longer being Paxson and Gar Foreman. There's just so much more trust in Arturus Carnishovish, let Just call him AK. But see, that's my problem with AK is I always think of Andre Kirilenko.
0: Oh, shit. AK-47?
3: Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. Uh, that I always... Saw. In fact, the, the first time one of you referred to Arturis as AK, I legitimately thought, why is this guy talking about Andre Karolinko?
0: Let me tell you about this. Uh, I have a funny story about Andre Karolinko. I was... It was 2005, I think. It was my first Bulls game ever. I, no, not my first Bulls game, but one of the first where I was an actual fan and I got to know stuff, probably about 10 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Luol dang and andre karolinko had the game of their lives against each other i swear to god dude it was so good I, on ak went this is when he was the best player on the jazz right mm-hmm. before darren williams joined the team and they were really good for a little bit i'm telling you bro this guy was unstoppable he i think the he blew the bulls out by like 25 and uh the closest he had like 32 that game Luol dang had about 20 points i thought it was going off that's when uh, Andre Nocioni, I thought he was the best, one of the best players I've ever seen. He had like eight points. Didn't know yeah. shit about basketball, but, but I loved but, it.
3: But he was there.
0: Uh, he was there. Shout out Andre Nocioni.
3: Foss, blast from the past. Jeez. But, but yeah, I mean, it was. You hear? Well, now we know AK is the Bulls president of operations. Yep. When AK talked at his uh, end of year, uh, you know, wrap up press conference uh it just sounded you know I think he talked about sitting down with Billy Donovan and Mark Eversley to you know really figure out a plan on how they want to improve this team in the off season. and the thing is is you just kind of have a feeling that they really are going to do it you know you don't kind of feel like it's a it's BS you hear from every other GM in any other sport you know yeah like There's, they're just
0: talking about it
3: Mm-hmm. there's just a re- uh I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the refreshing uh, new people in the front office for the bulls, but it's definitely feel a little bit better going into this off season compared to past. And you can't forget that they still have a possibility of keeping that first round draft pick. If they finish within the top four, I believe.
0: Uh, yes. Right.
3: Yes. So I think there's a 20% chance that they have at that four seed. So it's still a possibility, which would be huge because that's another piece that you can add to a team that you're looking to, we we're talking about this before the, the, we started recording this week's episode, but the bulls, I mean, I, I think they're a in for the playoffs next year. I. Next year,
0: yeah. Why would you not bet on the Knicks or the bulls to make the playoffs next year?
3: Right. I mean, I think they would have made a run at the end of the season this year had Levine not been sick and missed those. Uh, how many games did he miss? You know, a handful But I think it played a role. Um, But you also that also led to the emergence of Kobe White and Patrick Williams. So you know, like I said, moving into next season, there's just a lot more, uh, a lot more to look forward to than in the past.
0: Well, let's talk about this. I feel like we they have a plan. I feel like they have more than one plan, right? I feel like they have multiple plans because they don't know what Zach is doing.
3: Right. Well, did you see the report that came out from the Chicago Sun-Times about then, him Him, he, a, um, he would be willing to not take the max in order to recruit more players?
0: I heard that and I heard that he loves the city of Chicago. That's what he said.
3: Not I me. mean if that's the case too and then you can get away without giving him a max contract I mean. Why wouldn't you sign him? Sign. I think you sign every Bulls fan up.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, even me. I, I'm the, the guy's biggest critic
3: and I think, I mean, at that at that rate, you you bring Vucevic back, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Thad Young. You got a pretty good group of guys returning already for next year, assuming yep. that they don't trade any of those guys. But you know that they're going to try to add to that to that core. And I just think eventually it's going to be, I I mean, they they might even be next year's Knicks. You know, I don't, I don't think on that defensive level. No, absolutely you know, not. No, but, Billy
0: Donovan, Billy Donovan's a good coach though, but I don't mm-hmm. think that he's Tibbs' double coach.
3: Right, right, exactly. And I mean, I mean, you never know, especially in that Eastern conference, you know, you just right. never know what, what the other teams at the, at the bottom of that conference are going to do. So just, I think there's a lot to look forward to and I'm okay with them not getting the playoff experience this year. Right, I think, um, yeah, nonetheless. It's true.
0: It's, it's true. I'm sorry to cut you off.
3: No, 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 you're good.
0: Uh, with Thad, though, I feel like he's one of those players that is a veteran that hasn't used out all his gas, right? So he's still able to teach those players on the court at the same time as produce, where the players respect right. that, right? And you could see that in Minnesota when, when uh, Zach Levine was a rookie. Obviously, Thad Young has a huge role on Zach Levine's career and progressing as being a better player and just bettering himself. And that's going to cause, you know, Zach to be a better leader and blah, 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 etc. 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 So you need those kind of guys in your locker room to build a chemistry. You need the old guys and the young guys, but you can't have the two old guys where they can't play but they'll tell you what to do. That's the worst kind of veteran you can have, right? You want a veteran like right. Vince Carter who's still going to hustle every single night, still going to push out and put his numbers, even though he's retired. But even his last two years, you know, he still put out and put up numbers, right? That's the difference. Those are the veterans we need. We need veteran players that win your championships. And I know fucking that was the worst analogy using Vince Carter because he never won one. But there's a lot of players like even fucking JaVel McGee, veteran, stupid. He's probably not stupid. He's probably smart, but he's always, on in and a fool. Uh, veteran, but he's still able. And he mm-hmm. has a lot of presence and he can still teach guys, you know?
3: Right. And that could be one of the things the Bulls look to add next year too, or this offseason, is mm-hmm. more veteran presence. Um, if there was one thing on your list of, of wants for the Bulls, what, what is it? Is it another big time star type player? Is it more? Well, look, I really like, defense. What is it?
0: I like Kobe white a lot. Okay. So it's hard to see him playing the backup role. But for now, I feel like he's going to have to grow. It's only his third year, and he's going to have to stay into that backup role. Unless he can learn how to emerge as the the number one, I don't have a Mm -hmm. problem with it. Uh, I do like Kobe White a lot. It's only his second year. I feel like he gets a lot more shit than, uh, you know, he's putting up like 30-point games at at, at times in the season. He's he's going off. And then there's times that, you know, he's not having the best games and people want to throw him to the curb. I wish that people – thought that way about fucking patrick williams you know what i'm saying no it, it's I, I just don't get what the whole hate on kobe white is let him grow let him develop um but back to your question sorry i kind of digressed defending uh kobe white we have a two we mm-hmm. have a f- three four in uh patrick williams and we have a five with Vucevic. okay you want to bring back Thad as a four as a powerful four? I'm not going to say no to that. I think that's a great idea. But I do think that Thad is better on the bench.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I think, he's, I think he'd be perfect running that running or being part of that second group.
0: He literally would be the definition of the brand new bench mob for the Bulls.
3: And see, that's why I, I don't know. I'm okay with Kobe White being on the bench. Just okay. I mean, we talked about the Lou Williams situation. Just let him let him come up. Be Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. let him come off and i i think he has ability the ability to give you a quick 15 20 points okay and he's I just like all that. he's just all over you know he's he's one of those point guards that will find himself near the rim for rebounds he'll get you a steal here and there um just you know and and i think that's some energy that you could really look forward to coming off your bench
0: okay yeah i like that i uh i'm gonna have to agree with you on that um, so then we're going to have to look for a one. Let's well, say, I was that say can...
3: it, it brings us back to needing, to needing oh, a point guard,
0: right? I would go with Russell Westbrook. You know what? He's a great player. I don't think that he's the best point guard ever. I, you know, uh, Danny Mack can disagree. He has, he puts him in his top 10. I think he's great. He's a triple double machine. Sometimes he's a stat chaser. That's for sure. He knows how to get the buckets. He knows how to get the rebounds. And sometimes he'll pad his stats. But that being said, Billy Donovan was a. He has a relationship with him, and uh, they love each other. The, the moment that the Bulls hired Billy Donovan, Russell Westbrook tweeted like, "Let's fucking go" or something, right? Mm-hmm. Give you a little foreshadowing, is... you know. And there's been rumors before that Russell is going to come to the, the Bulls, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking Wilson. Almost said the Bears. Holy shit! Almost said it.
3: Right? But before, uh, I mean, ooh. I'm thinking, I'm already thinking of Russell Westbrook in the, uh, man, that would be a a pretty good starting five, wouldn't it?
0: Listen to that. You got Russell Wilson. Oh, gosh. You got Russell Westbrook. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got Zach Levine at the two. You put Patrick Williams at the three. You got Thad at four or a backup at, uh, we've got to find another spot for the four. And then Vooch at five.
3: Huh. What would it take to get Westbrook? Because of the contract situation.
0: What's his contract at? Well, Russell Westbrook gets, oh my gosh, number mind, mine, dude. It would cost us $40 million to get him.
3: Lonzo Ball would be another one that would be pretty pretty ideal.
0: All right, let's talk about that because there's two names on my radar when I think of free agency and the number one spot. I think Dennis Schroeder. I do like Dennis Schroeder a lot. And I think uh, Lonzo Ball. Because those are two really good spots, but I also can see one of those two going to the Knicks. I can also see, are you ready for this one? I'm throw a fucking monkey in the wrench. I think it might be time for Derek Rose to come back, sign him on a backup deal, keep Kobe as a starter, get him as a veteran, and train him. Or is that just the meatball and me talking, Chris? It
3: makes sense. It makes sense from bringing in a veteran point guard and having that type of presence,
0: especially if you want if you know you're not going to win next year, right, then the Knicks, the Bulls know that they're not going to win next year, right?
3: I mean, so, not necessarily because I think you can at least make a playoff run, you know. Right, I think, that's true. I think I think their clock has to start. With them now knowing that their season is officially over, the clock starts next year for these guys. You have to think that that, that should be the case. Um, back to the Dennis Schroeder thing. Do you think he's too much of a similar player to Kobe White, though?
0: Yeah, I do. I kind of was taking that back when I said that. And if you really don't, ooh, Chris, what about Kyle Lowry? Ooh, now
3: that I I haven't—he's a free agent, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And it probably wouldn't require max money for him to get to right destination to make
0: the All Star game this year. Um,
3: you have you have faith in the bulls front office and, and probably Levine and Vucevic to probably do some recruiting as well. I mean, I, I I think that would be a great fit. He's a guy who's won before played on some playoff teams. Seems like a really good leader. Mm -hmm. I I think that would be a perfect candidate to, to add to that bulls team and that locker room.
0: And then also I was thinking, I don't know how this would fit, but uh, he's an unrestricted free agent as well. We were talking about Lou Williams, Kobe White possibly being a Lou Williams. What about bringing actual Lou Williams in?
3: You think he's too old? I don't think so. I think I think he'd still be able to provide off the bench. Yeah, right. And that could that could be interesting too. Because if that's the case, then maybe you maybe you move Kobe to the one
4: mm-hmm. and
3: have him start. But I, I guess time will tell because they maybe they do feel comfortable with Kobe white and assume he does take a big step from year two to year three uh like I said, I thought I saw some flashes in him towards the end of this past year like uh that benching not benching but him being taken out of the starting spot yeah how do you definitely a wake up your, call, right
0: How do you come back from your obstacles do you mm-hmm. do you blame others or do you fucking when the going gets tough going gets tough?
3: Right. Right. And it almost seems like his play increased after that, but maybe, and that's a, that's another interesting spot is did it continue or did it increase or improve because he's coming off the bench?
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: You know, or mm-hmm. would he be able to provide the same thing from the starting, starting well, role for you? Well,
0: well, the last five games that the Bulls played, he averaged 21 points a game mm-hmm. as a starter. He did. He did. We, we could talk about if you if you really believe in wanting to grow and you want to like somebody to go in there and develop Kobe White, I have mm, three. I have three that you could bring in. Mike Conley. Okay. That'd be a great one. Um you got Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, and you got Derek Rose. Those are those are the three that I think could help him produce and uh develop. Also, like I said earlier, um Lou Williams could definitely help. Dice is a free agent next year. So hopefully we could retain him if you liked what he was doing in Chicago. Mm, absolutely.
3: Yeah. I know they uh, – I'm, I'm pretty sure this was year four of Felicio's contract.
0: Well, here, this is what I was going to propose. Why don't we get rid of – like, since he's gone, you know he's not coming back, right?
3: Mm, so that frees mm. up $8 million from Robin point.
0: Lopez coming back? Wouldn't be opposed. I would not be opposed at all to Robin Lopez being our backup center.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would be either. Yeah, I feel but like that would, would they be, would they want a five who could shoot the three? Uh, they well, Vooch is a five that could shoot the three. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Like, would they want someone to play the same role off the bench, coming off the bench, as him? You yeah, he, yeah, know? they
0: they do that with Tice right now. So I feel like because Tice could shoot the J, he could shoot the three as well.
3: But uh, you got to think? There's probably some benefit to having your second group coming onto the floor and just mm-hmm. having an entirely different game plan than your starters you know so it'll be interesting I mean it's
0: Ooh, you know what speaking of centers would be a good backup center would be Nerlens Noel he had a revamped season with the Knicks this year he did he did yes, he did uh you know who we shouldn't get or bring back and we should just nobody should ever sign him because he's the worst basketball player I've ever seen Luke cornet. No, you're close though. Denzel Valentine. Oh, good lord.
3: Fuck. I don't need that man pulling up for threes.
0: No, no more. more. Uh, Taj Gibson's gonna be a free agent. I'm good. Let that man pass.
3: I was gonna say, if you want to play him, maybe a minute or two.
0: Blake Griffin. Uh, fuck. DeMarcus Cousins is still... You know, DeMarcus Cousins is only getting $335,000 a year. What a fucking waste of talent he was! Oh my gosh! I mean, he was good for a couple seasons, but
3: and then he he had a few few injuries. It's the same the way too.
0: Yeah. What about Jeff T? He uh he popped off last night or not last night? The other night against the the Bulls, uh he had I think eighteen points. I know he was he's not he's their backup. He's the backup backup now.
3: As long as it's not Marcus. Oh my gosh.
0: Fucking, you know Tib still talks shit about the fucking packs car packs for that
3: and who is it it's uh draymond Green that has every name taken what is it taken it before him he has it memorized yep and one of those names Marcus T Marcus T
0: it just shows you the incompetence bro it shows you every, uh, for years for years especially when you have people telling you like this is what you need to be doing. You know,
3: right, exactly. And, but uh, we're finally getting somewhere with the I, Bulls.
0: I kind of wanted to transition into uh, since we're talking Chicago and we're talking Chicago sports, let's uh, go into Chicago's finest. I want to get Tukey's take on the Bulls. I want to get Tukey's take on Justice Justin Fields. So that's a great interview. I love Tukey. Tukey is Chicago's finest. He was born and raised here, moved to L.A., moved to spain moved to new york moved to vegas he's been all around the world actually greatest entrepreneur you're going to hear a lot about him and what he does um but yeah he's gotten here right now in las vegas has a barbershop out there and uh can't wait for you guys to hear this segment of chicago's finest all right everybody i would like to introduce my uh one of my great friends and uh longest uh i haven't seen him in like what, eight years? Yeah, high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. His name is LaShawn aka Tuki. Um uh, aka AKA the finest barber in Las
4: Vegas hey, and around I'm the coming. world. Appreciate it, big Mikey. That's my guy. The goat. You know how I coming. Yeah. But uh yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you having me today, bro. Let's do it.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I wanna uh just get the, the audience to know a little bit about you. We call it Chicago's finest. I just shouted you out from Las Vegas. Okay. Um, But you are from Chicago
4: Straight uh, from Chicago
0: Let's talk a little bit about that We went
4: to school together Honestly, I met Mikey, you know Actually, bro, we really started out playing football together Most people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? We started yeah. out playing football first So I actually yep. transferred uh, to our high school, Addison Trail Which is like a dope-ass high school, you know what I'm saying? I met a whole bunch of, like, lifelong It's dope, bro, like, it was hella, like, hella different from, like, shit Different schools is different We had, like, electric, yeah, no. all types of stuff, you feel me? So I really uh that's where I met Mike at, and uh, yeah we played basketball sophomore year, tore it up, you know what I'm saying? D Rose time, and uh, graduated, you know what I'm saying? So I uh, met a lot of good friends at AT. So that's really where my back's to. With Mikey, uh, for me personally, uh, after I'm a barber, I'm an entrepreneur as well. You know what I'm saying? I got my own clothing line, uh, communication brand, and a few other things in the works. We work with tech and stuff too. So. uh after I kind of graduated from Addison Trail, I ended up going to Hampton University, and I was blessed to actually graduate with a degree in strategic communication, uh, area emphasis in business. So I kind of would say from going to college, college doesn't make you smart or nothing like that, but it kind of showed me how to work for myself, I turn myself into a business or that I, I am a business. Uh, so I did that, um, and i kind of been all around. Like, you know, obviously we've lived in Spain, Tokyo, you know what I'm saying doing different stuff, uh, but right now what we're doing, you know what I'm saying, a little viral moment. We do barber and I've been cutting hair since I was probably like eight years old, bro. Like just start off like messing up the eyebrows, the Walmart clippers, stuff like that. So just uh just trying different entrepreneurial endeavors, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to be successful with some of that's it.
0: You yeah, I I was gonna say, every time I, I remember going on Instagram throughout the years and I just see you in a different state, a different country. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is Tuki doing? <laughs> He's got his hands and everything. I was man, like that's... like I don't get it. But that's the goal, man. Awesome. I'm trying
4: to get like you, bro. I'm trying to get like you. I want to retire by 30. You know what I'm saying that's my goal. 30. So. Mine is, uh, 30. Mine, mine's
0: 45. I always said I want to be retired by 45. But we're we'll tighten that
4: up, Mikey. We're gonna get that
0: done.
4: Yeah, yeah, we're nearing 35. Yeah. We yeah. somewhere else. 35. We buy or something. Yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it to 35. Yeah. Gotta, 35. Let's do it. Hell yeah! You're already big Dude. boss. Look how you're riding through the city, man. You're already big boss. You no, know, right? I'm
0: just driving around.
4: Tell them about the business, <laughs> bro. I want to know a little bit more about that. What is like anodizing? I've been seeing it, but what is that?
0: So it's like a, it's metal plating. And we basically, we take, an, we take aluminum and we just turn it another color. Um, and we, stuff. <laughs> literally that's, that's what it is. We, uh, we do everything from doorknobs to um, fucking doors, you know, yeah. uh, car parts to motorcycle parts. Everything you see is, that's aluminum is Basically, anodized. or most likely, anodized if it's not powder coated. So yeah, that's, see, that's like
4: a that's a niche market, bro. You probably really you're really killing it out there, bro. Actually, you know, that's, yeah. that's really the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can Control it all the time.
0: You gotta find one of those things that you know everybody uses, but you don't really notice. And aluminum is definitely one of those things, and anodizing is one of those things where you're always gonna stay stay busy because everybody always needs it. So it's always, uh, a good thing to stay in. I was blessed to have my grandfather started, you know, 40 years ago and, uh, guy came off the boat, didn't know, died not knowing how to read or write in, uh, well, he knew a little bit of English, but he didn't know how to read or write in English and uh, died a millionaire. So good for him. Like, so, you know, it's just one of those things you got to carry on the legacy um yes, and uh make it grow you know what he did was good but you can't just leave it there you need to make it grow and then you got to start your own thing that's why you know you got the mikey bets thing i got uh go. i'm gonna make the announcement earlier in this uh thing but i, I heard so about that yeah i got my casino license i got my yeah. sports betting license so uh any uh any sports betting walking with uh Sugar House Casino in New Jersey, so yeah, uh, that's who I'm working with right now, and it's good. It. pretty cool, it's pretty fun, yeah, good, good money, good pay, uh, and you know, like a dream come true, I feel like Robert De Niro in Casino, except I'm actually doing it legally, so it's nice, like you
4: Wolf of and- <laughs> Wall Street, I'm just
0: kidding, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, good, <laughs> nah, that's
4: not legal, that's not legal, but but you yeah. know, bro, uh, to be honest with you, you know, I'm saying just on the entrepreneur side. That's much respect because you, like, do a lot of diversification of your portfolio, but you own all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope. Yeah. Everything you got, you own 100% up in there. So that's how I try to be. You know what I'm saying? try to own as much as possible. And if it's not, you owe a lot of stuff, you know?
0: Exactly. You don't want to owe. You want to, like, have it, you know? You yep. want it to be owned. So.
4: Yep. That's what my grandpa told me.
0: Hell yeah. Um, One a little story I kind of wanted to throw in here that people might oh, well People definitely don't know um a story about us remember when we went to marquette when we went for the, the game Fuck i feel you. like dude we yeah. always had a great relationship too but like like that is where our bond was like we went from like boys
4: yeah. to brothers you know what i'm saying it was brothers, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That
4: was the... to me bro like that was a whole different experience like people out there like it's good people out there you know what i'm saying that's what it really taught me like especially from moving from where i'm from to kind of like being like a new environment Y'all really yeah. they really like brought me in, bro. Like uh I think we went to like I think it was Rock's mom, Rocco, shout out Rocco, that's my guy too, John Cosby. Shout out Rocco. So uh oh, we called Newport it, Rock. His name is Newport Rock on Oh the show. nah, we gotta get we gotta get him out here on the West Coast. No Newport Rock. Come out here, come on. You know what I'm saying? But uh it's because I think his mom, she like treat us to a game and a hotel room and all that stuff. It was just like Dude. the time with the boys. Crazy, crazy.
0: Even in Marquettes, when it was fucking dripping rain. And your dumb ass had the sandals on. You know True. what I'm talking about. You had the flip flops. I had hey, the carry fucking, you on my
4: back. Like, oh, that's my boy. Fucking Mikey, my fucking flips and the fucking Nike flip flops. Everybody had some shits, bro. Yes. Thank you. That was a shout out, my boy. Definitely was on his back. Went to the mall. We went everywhere, bro. It was yeah. We went I don't know to the what we, And we got to hoop on a Milwaukee Bucks court. It was, it was no, that was another time. No, was that, that was sophomore? another time. Yeah, was I wasn't tough. there. I
1: wasn't there.
4: Damn, I was thanks. tough. For don't me do out, me there. like that. We went to Milwaukee again. No, he didn't yeah. have to do shit. Mike is the AT goat. Everybody know Mike. <laughs>
0: I'm not the AT goat. AT goat. goat.
4: Everybody know Mikey.
0: Yeah, yeah. probably not in a good way, but yeah, they they all know Mikey.
4: <laughs> you gotta respect him, man. You gotta respect him yeah.
0: always. But oh, what made you want to go to Vegas? I really wanted to ask you that one because
4: you know it's lit, bro. I don't know. Uh, For me, okay. I kind of was thinking the same way, too. But, like, when I was, like, in school, I used to be, like, freaking the fuck out. Like, bro, where am I going to kind of go? Like, I'm gonna, I had offers, like, in New York, kind of, like, California. And to be honest with you, I came and kind of visited. My family moved there uh after my freshman year. And it was just real cool, bro. Uh, and I recommend it to anybody, like, who's, like, uh doesn't have anything, like, set up or anything yet. Because you can just get there and kind of make money. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like Cali for the low, I would say. You know what I'm saying? But I oh, like really? it because uh, you could kind of get established that whatever you're going to do. If you're to sell rocks, you probably could find a market for it. You know what I'm saying? Not rocks, but rocks. you
1: Rogan. I sell rocks.
4: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's whatever you really want to do at the end. I think it's really different, bro, is that uh, a lot of people don't, education isn't big out there. I am big on education. Not like you have to be like educated just to be, you know, especially if you have an on your own niche thing or something that you do, like a skill or a trade. But out there, dude, like, a lot of people, like, it's, like, worst, like, not last in education. Like, they, like, are dead last. But really? most of the people don't even go to, a co- they just go work at a casino and make, like, 80 bands a year. <sighs>
0: that's the life. That's the fucking well, life.
4: For some
0: people.
4: Yeah, for some Yeah, we need, it's I need that six and ups. In, in comments, yes. baby,
0: exactly. exactly. That, that's why, to me, and, and when you were talking about education, I, I like education and I like knowledge. And and uh my thing is is people always uh people people always get get confused Mrs. when they Truth. talk about this. Yes, especially when talking about being smart, right? So um I, I don't know if you know Neil deGrasse uh Tyson, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he was somebody asked him like what's it what's it like to be smart, right? And he said, "You know what? That's a weird question because a lot of people think that being smart is just being able to take in knowledge just being able to retain yeah retain information but being smart is here let's say who are you going to hire ready to keep the first guy comes in the guy goes hey how tall is this the skyscraper over there he's an arch- he's an architect for an architect job how tall is this skyscraper over there he goes oh well that is 220 square feet wide blah 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 uh 2,000 square feet up and oh how'd you know that oh well, I remembered it from this page blah 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 uh-huh. Okay. Next next guy comes in. Hey, do you know how mu- how tall that building is? No, but let me go figure it out. He comes back in 10 minutes. Well, it's probably about, you know, exactly what he said, 280, 85 square feet. How'd you figure that out? He said, well, I took my shadow, I measured my shadow, and then I took the shadow of the building, and I measured the shadow of the building, and then I divided it. Like, so he did the math, wow. and he figured out how to do the building. So there's two, like, there's knowledge, and then there's a way of, like, engineering and a way of figuring things out, which is, like, power of just, yeah. And I feel like that's what you have, and and, that's what you need to Make those six bands, you know, or yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need that to grow. You need to want to have knowledge
4: and have you got to be able like to adapt. Expand. That's to me, that's the highest form of knowledge. You have to be able to adapt, uh, wherever you are. It's just that I have to learn how to do surgery, or I have to learn how to make a video or edit. You need to be whatever it is in your field that you're able to yeah. acquire that knowledge. You actually put it forth just because you can remember yeah. a lot of stuff doesn't mean you can execute, executing is key, you know yeah, what I'm saying?
0: Exactly. Executing and then even finding a better way. If you're doing it, if you find the way to do it, guess what? There's always a bet, like, there's not somebody better. better yeah. Yes. There's always somebody better, bigger, tougher, and mm-hmm. there's always a way around something else. Right. And that's how it is. Facts. So, uh, I guess that's a little motivation for the listeners. Um, I guess we, uh, we literally just like motivated the whole fucking, the whole podcast. What were you going to say? Do I do know it. I just Well, you, you know,
4: on, I would definitely say, bro, a lot of times, uh do it how you do it. You know what I'm saying? It's it may not what may work for somebody else, may not work for the other person. So that knowledge that in that that's inside of you, like you, that's just in you to know how to kind of you your grandfather just for me being around the business. You just pick that right. up. You don't have to go to Harvard. Harvard NBA dude would freak out if you had to do fulfill five hundred orders and oh, or know how right. to do this or that's experience. You know what I'm saying? So you don't learn anything,
0: it, yes, until you're in the field field mm-hmm.
4: You gotta be in the field mikey tell them. speaking field. of
0: field speaking yeah. of
4: field oh, let's talk about
0: it how do you like that fucking transition hey let's it looked like the
4: bears it. finally uh go grew ahead. some grew a pair you know what i'm saying that's that's my team but it's like you gotta kind of be like you go in the sports book you don't want to put that better you know what i'm saying everybody kind of looking okay. at you kind of crazy like you're a bears fan so i'm actually really excited about this I'm not saying Lamar Jackson. I'm seeing, like, more Deshaun watson you know what I'm saying, or Russell Wilson, so I'm excited. Right, yeah, I think... I'm going
0: to go with Russell Wilson.
4: Yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's not as physical, but, I mean, hopefully, uh, I don't know about the starting, but I'm extremely excited about him. I think that's the only piece we've been missing. Like, defense Bro, is got... crazy, skill positions, everything crazy. He's
0: got a cannon like Josh Allen. He's got a cannon. Like, his arm mm-hmm.
4: is And he's smart.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a smart. genius. Like His mm-hmm. dad is a cop. I think his dad was a cop of 30 years. I think his mom was a teacher. Yes. And I don't know what she was, but, like, yeah, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a smart guy.
4: The thing I like about this kid, too, is he's not uh, in a, such a rush. He's, he's coachable. He's ready, but he wants to kind of take it all in how it's supposed to go. You know, we don't want an RG3 type of thing either. You know what I'm saying? so my
0: my exactly exactly you don't want an RG3 type, thing. Yeah. And you don't want a repeat of Mitch Trubisky because look the difference between Justin Fields and Mitch Trubisky is a lot but what I see mentally is that Justin Fields is not a mental midget Mitch Trubisky like dude if whenever he threw a pick or he was down like he was all sad and upset and like dude fuck up every other and that's, play. That's Justin definitely. Fields is built different, bro. Like he saw got, that like,
4: play where he got hit, like knocked down. He came back and threw it, like like at Ohio State that game. I know what you're talking yep.
0: about. He goes, yeah, fuck that. No, fuck that, dude. You 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 get knocked down, you come back two times harder, you know, ten times harder, right?
4: I'm not. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, we got it's a shot. Team. Yeah, we got a yeah. We got and, a shot.
0: and dude, Justin Fields. Uh, I guess uh, Minnesota was gonna draft him, so it's nice that we we fucking we stole him before the Vikings got him. The Vikings
4: stuck,
0: are nice. Ah, they're all right. I'm. A, I'm not a fan of Kirk Cousins. Not a f- fan of Kirk that's Cousins. That's the
4: mental case issue again. Here, I think he's one of the guys that has all of the tools, but just mentally, you know.
0: Okay. Same with Ryan Goff. Ryan Goff is the same thing. They. They. And that's the problem. They get all these fucking guys that, yeah, they have all the tools, but dude. Give these guys a a psychology Man. test. These guys are fucking mental midgets. Hey you Mike, know, you, that, you might
4: be on it. You might be on on a new test. We might need to make that a regulation. You know, a yeah, little psychic literally. evaluation. Like, can you?
0: Yeah, exactly. They probably have them, but they like they don't take it into as much importance because Tom. I mean, Tom I, Brady look, look at it.
4: Tom Brady. Looks Tom like is. he lies on a uh, lie detector. and You can't tell, so he might be like crazy on the charts. Oh,
0: that guy's a sociopath, bro.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, that, that type. That's socio-fan. what you're trying to test for. We need yeah. that. Aaron Rodgers is a little crazy. We need that. Oh, you know that?
0: that guy, that guy, that guy's a sociopath, too. Yeah. So that
4: guy's
0: a little crazy. But Peyton Manny, yeah. like people, they, I feel like they get so stuck in that they look for greatness on what, what quarterbacks used to be.
4: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like tangibles. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's more of a thinking man's game, but they've kind of, when I watch football now, they kind of taken out. That aspect of it to make it more a worse reactionary type thing where people just react and then go, you cut here or play action pass or whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? So everything can kind of flow smoothly.
0: Exactly. And they took yeah. the defense out. All right, let's yeah. transition from football okay. real quick. And then I'm going to let okay. you go, know, but I want to talk about basketball. I want to talk about the Bulls.
1: Ooh.
0: I want to talk about what you think about the trades with okay. uh, the Boots the trade and uh, what do you think and where we're going
4: this will I this will okay basically kinda underline the entire thing. I think that this is the best trade we've had since I've been like alive. Yeah, I dude I literally that's said the same thing. So but in saying that that's not a good thing. Right. Vychevich and we gotta do better, guys. But I mean we got the Jordan Curse. I mean we couldn't be we kinda Chicago I say this to people all the time and they talk to me crazy about Chicago sports. We've beat you in everything at least once. We've been yep. champion, you know. what I'm saying a lot of people can't say that, but I, I think that's the thing uh, with them. But as far as the team, who do we get? We got Vucevic and who else? It's just Vucevic. Um,
0: fuck. Well, no, they go. We got a um, Al yeah, Um, is trash.
4: Good. He's not trash. He's okay. He's okay. But I mean, I really like Kobe White a lot. I like him. Um, yeah, me too. I was not never him about him, but I was I never hired. Do we still have Wendell Carter Jr. or no? No, they just imagine. Yeah, yeah he's magic. I, would, I would prefer that we wouldn't have got him. My oh, I wanted was uh, Michael Porter Jr. So, I mean, I think that what we have, I've been seeing like a lot of Lonzo Ball, Dennis Schroeder stuff, uh, which can be kind of exciting, but we're not going to win a championship. So, I think we really exactly. like, like a piece or two away. But I really, I like Zach a lot. Zach is cold and I like uh, Kobe. So, I think we got some good pieces right there. Vucevic, that's a good three, you know. So I just think yeah, like, build on that, man.
0: Vucevic could be our third guy, right? I think Vucevic could be a Kevin Love kind of third, Chris
4: Bosh. Kevin Love guy. is a great. Yeah, yeah. Who are you and going after in the draft this year?
0: After in the draft, dude, I don't even know. I I haven't. Is there, give me, give me the top three draft picks. I don't even know.
4: I, yeah, I they even... not. Tr- I, I don't like Kate Cunningham. Kind of but he's—I don't think he's gonna transition like he's gonna be crazy. Kate Cunningham is up there, and I saw some other kids. I'm not too—three. Evan Mobley, I think, is second from USC. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of them. Oh, I like the—I like the Jalen Green kid. But I feel like Jalen Green is—he's really, like—he uh, went to the G League instead of to the to college. He would have probably been a number one pick. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that stuff. He's like, like six, yeah. He like six five, tweener guard, dribble pass, but pretty good. But not like ISO ball, like hard. More like a slasher, like Westbrook kind of type thing.
0: Oh, okay. So he's probably dominating the league right now.
4: I so wouldn't he- be opposed to to oh Russell Westbrook not going to come to us, but I wouldn't mind that either. You know. Well,
0: he would. Did you know that? Like we, there's actually a lot of potential for him coming here. So he's only on a one year contract right now, dude. And Billy Donovan coached him. He loves Billy Donovan. Like, mm-hmm. the day the day that Billy Donovan got hired as a coach, what Russell Westbrook tweeted, like, hell yeah, like, let's go. There we
4: go. There and we then, go.
0: like, Zach Levine, I think he liked the tweet. So there's a lot of – there's always a lot of rumors of Russell Westbrook coming to Chicago. It's a big market, too. We're going to have the money for him next year as well. We have we – yeah. uh, What's his face? that uh, Aminu. Or, you know um, what I mean?
4: I Michael know you're reporter, happy about the Knicks, too. Oh thank you. you. Sorry,
0: I was cutting you off. Yes, the Knicks. Oh my gosh, bro. I am so happy. I am so Me happy.
4: Me too. I am happy for Derrick Rose. I'm happy,
0: with Derrick Rose, I really think that it's great that he deserves it. I think with Tibbs that's it's just perfect chemistry. Um it's nice to see Julius Randle. RJ Barrett's growing, that team's just young. Fourth team in the East. What happened
4: to Nila, Nila Kina? Is Neil Akina still good or
0: yeah, he's just in the doghouse with Tibbs. He probably doesn't work like he looks probably. Soft. Just... Dude, when when Tibbs comes to the when he he's a coach, he comes there with a stack, a, a book stack of of plays. Mm-hmm. It's not your average coach, like, and they're half of it's defense. Like, dude, he has plays for defense. Well, not a lot of coaches have plays to like, you know, I like that.
4: I, so I, I think they have a high defensive efficiency right now. I really that's... like go ahead. That, they've been, speaking of Mikey Bits, they've been a great bet all year.
0: Dude, that's tw- uh, 30, 30 and 12 against the spread.
4: That's amazing. Thirty
0: 12. Bro, I have made so much money off the Knicks this year, it's not even funny. So, uh, I kind of want to, they know that you're a barber, they know what you do, they know you're an entrepreneur, they know all that about you, but they... What where let's
2: what hear a little bit more do
4: about Do I really do? People want Thank to know. You. Yes. so uh like currently I probably haven't cut hair now in about ten days. So typically people think like barber, they think like, oh you have to like no, you know what I'm saying? That's the old kind of way of thing. Like I was like in my shop, people definitely like notice the trend for me. Like not like you shouldn't work hard, but I'll be literally when I am there, I'll come in literally at eight AM and cut until like ten PM. So I cut, like, 20 people's heads, and, um, you know what I'm saying? I'll go after, after like, three, four weeks. But I also had to lock into myself, like, don't just get locked behind the chair. So really, I really just started taking haircutting serious, like, a private like, two years ago. I used to do it in, like, college and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But for me, like I said earlier, I kind of learned how to turn myself into a business. So um, I've been fortunate, you know what I'm saying, to kind of work in, like, New York. Uh, I did, uh, what was that, corporate communication with a book publishing company. So that's probably, like, my first, like, major thing i huh? kind of like did uh, i work like espn uh doing broadcasting and stuff i work like michael Vick. i do all types of stuff like sports i work overtime so i really like a communication specialist and that kind of huh? lets me get my foot kind of like in. like i'm kind of good like with you you know what i'm saying my bros you gotta gotta get your networking right so way. Um, so that's how i kind of do it but in doing so when i went to college I found it. I used to freak out like, bro, what are you going to do after school Oop, -oop," like that? And I kind of created my own thing. So uh, the name of my company is actually Living Legend Enterprise. And it's uh, one life to live, be legendary. So for me, whatever it is that you do, if you are a janitor, if you are a brain scientist, if you are a barber, go hard, be the best in it. You know what I'm saying? That's just pretty much whatever it is. And uh, just highlighting people who are doing excellent things. So we definitely gonna be featuring you on there soon. So within that, like I said, I kind of had to learn how to turn my talents into businesses. I think that's where a lot of people who are talented fall short is the business acumen. So I kind of had to educate myself. Like I said, I kind of went to school. And at first, I kind of, I didn't know what an internship was, dude. You know what I'm saying? So I really soaked up a lot of knowledge just being been around a lot of these kids who had those type of opportunities like I remember my freshman year, like I went back and worked at like Walmart from like 10 p.m., like 6 a.m., and I had like an internship and it was like University of Chicago, but it wasn't like the kids at my school or like at PNG or Procter Gamble and they're making like two bands a week just in a nice suit. You know what I'm saying? So I really saw like some different stuff going to college, um, just the different opportunities available to have. I kind of worked on that. Yeah, okay, but well, I mean, just the, with the networking stuff, you know what I'm saying? Just being the right—I don't know. Like I've always been kind of blessed. It's right place, right time kind of thing. Um, I kind of went on to get my MBA just to kind of get like something behind me, you know, my name and stuff like that. Uh, but in doing so, I've created a few different businesses. So Cuts by Tuki is a subsidiary of Living Legend Enterprise. So that's one thing for like barbering and stuff. So you're, like hair products, all types of stuff going on with that content, branded stuff, YouTube. Then I have my own like clothing line. Uh, it's actually two. Uh, it's Living Legend Collection, and I actually do uh, men's tailored suits as well. So I have a couple of clients. I gotta get you a suit, Winky. You know what I'm saying? I was so, just gonna
0: say, bro. What you you do custom tailor suits? We we have to talk
4: about this. ASAP. I got, Let's do it, bro. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I I mean I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I always kind of like the hustling type, like. So my dad, uh, he had his own store and stuff and I kind of grew up. So I've always kind of been nice. around clothes. Yeah, so I kind of just learned on my own i kind of invested in myself i would just buy like a thousand dollar box from my dad or something like that and just sell remember you told me
0: we were younger i remember you're like yeah my dad makes clothes one of his like one of his clothes have been on VET before and i was like shut up like you're, you're lying i mean
4: to be honest with you bro, that's like nothing he used to make clothes for like he made kirk heinrich a jacket Genero pargo suits that, like, he see, that's amazing yeah so, Genero pargo i uh Wow, holy great shit, dude! General he's a Barco. you could probably get an interview. He's a great dude. My dad uh, really, really was pretty good. Yeah, great. Dude. I gotta try to get an interview out of General Pargo. I good. met my him boy once. Shabazz. My boy, I cut my boy Shabazz Muhammad. He used to play for the Timberwolves uh, a lot of you. I Muhammad. That's, my, that's the homie, man. That's the homie. Dude, I,
0: I gotta try to get an interview with him. I I dude, I haven't heard that name in so long. Hell yeah,
4: dude. man! He's a great dude, bro. We gotta tell you about his time in China and stuff. He, he's a good dude, bro. Uh, yeah, I had, like a lot of. A lot of I've been like I said, I've been fortunate and blessed to meet people like that. But um with the clothes stuff, my uncle man, he just uh my name is LaShawn Edwards. My uncle, he's from Chicago. He's just in GQ and in Times Square, like the little so I kinda just been around that my whole life and I'll be honest, I'm just kinda sprinkling that on there. You know what I'm saying? I got some stuff on the way. Uh well, but dude, really oh, yeah. yeah. All types of stuff, man. Tech tech I've got a couple of apps in I developed. So I mean, we really need to we need to get it going. We have have our own bed now. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get some stuff going, but I like to own stuff now. So let's let's do it. Let's work, man. It's good to talk to you too, bro. I'm so definitely developing stuff. That makes me Appreciate so you. fucking happy. I'm so thank proddy. you, bro. Oh Appreciate hell yeah! It. You know what's actually crazy? I didn't get to take. Well, I haven't told you. Actually, the first person I told. My graduation is supposed to be like in four days, but I just got my MBA on my uh concentration in cybersecurity, bro. So just Congrats, trying to go. I'm- dude. Thank hell you, yeah.
0: Buddy. Oh, I'm so, you, I'm so proud of you. Thank so you, bro. Proud. That's so thank fucking you, awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That's so yeah, fucking awesome. Where can they follow, where can they where can the listeners find you?
4: Where can they uh follow you? Uh for sure, Instagram man. All right, uh, everybody if you want to tap in and see a little bit of barbering, it's at Cuts K U T Z, B Y T O O K I E twenty. And for my business is L L E twenty twenty. And that's uh Living Legend Enterprise. One life to live, be legendary. Appreciate you. Yeah.
0: That's Living Legend Enterprise. Is it living or living?
4: Living Legend, Enterprise.
0: Yeah, I like Living. I I didn't know if it was like Living La Vida Loca, but Living Legend,
4: Enterprise. Yep. Shout out Ricky Martin. Hey, (laughs) you know what? Hey, I learned uh, sidebar, random, but I know you like random information too. What's the uh, the thong song? They lost millions millions because of that line. He lost like all of the money he would add, so like. That's what, like, I say you got to study up, like, on business and stuff, bro. Like, you can say the wrong thing or not sign your name or not really own your own wow. stuff. So, like, really educate yourself. Cisco lost, like, I think it's, like, estimate, like, $100 million, like in today's I- worth of streams or something like that. Yeah,
0: That's fucking awful, dude. Holy shit. Well, yeah. uh, every time I listen to that song, I'm going to be... That's how we're
4: going to end this show. We're going to with the thong song. Thong, thong, It's over. He's probably hopefully not on the beach with a guitar singing that song, but, uh, you know, Let's, let's see but the thank guys, you I'll brother open
0: tickets right now all right dude i'll talk to you i really appreciate it tukey um we'll catch up soon whenever you're in chicago i know it's so hard to always link up we try every time and we're
4: gonna uh, get this thing going we're gonna have a mikey betts dinner we're gonna pull up we're gonna have a yes. like a live podcast we're gonna do it like that yes. vegas style too i might yes. actually have a birthday party my birthday is june 2nd so you're welcome to come. I might get like the uh i want you to check it out but it's called the palms casino like sweet, they got like a whole basketball court in the room. I'm trying to get it, and if so, pull up. yeah, let me know.
0: I will. Uh, I'll put a res- I'll put it in my calendar. June second is your birthday. yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, dude. All right, everybody. I'd like to uh, just uh, send Tukey out. Thank you, everybody, for uh, taking the time and listening to him hear what he's got to say. Incredibly proud of this guy. It's it's awesome to see. Proud you, right to you come, bro. Ryan.
4: Thank Thanks you, to- brother.
0: To- love. Yep. See you, Tuki. All right. Love you, brother. All right, guys, that was uh, Tukey, a.k.a. LaShawn Edwards. And uh, what a great guy. What a smart kid. Uh, Chris, what did you think of him?
3: Awesome. Awesome. Just a great interview. The only thing, we really can't help him on the haircut part, mostly because we don't have, um, you know, any hair to.
0: Well, speak for yourself. No kidding. We actually do. I want to shout out our new barber. Uh, We can't use Tukey you know we can't use him cuz he's in Vegas but uh you guys need to check out B tap Brian Tapia dude the guy cuts the best hair in Addison uh fuck so if you guys are around or even if you guys are in Chicago if you guys want to go get cut up guy he'll charge you cheap good guy takes care of you and uh he won't charge you too cheap because it's going to be a good haircut it's not going to be a cheap haircut so you guys check him out uh we'll give you guys some more information on where you guys can find him but shout out B tap shout out B tap
3: Shout out, B-Tip, indeed. Oh, yeah. He's never going to listen to this. You want to jump into the cap interview?
0: Yeah, I do, because uh, that was super fun. And we do talk a lot of gambling. We do talk a lot of sports betting. We do talk a lot of Chicago sports. And we do shoot the shit with the Philly Godfather as well. So we got the Philly G, Philly Godfather. You can find him at Philly Godfather. Probably said it about 30 times here.
3: So transitioning from the Tukey LaShawn Edwards interview. We're going to jump into another one that was another one that was a ton of fun. I th- we've just been killing it with these interviews uh, besides one besides we talked about earlier in the episode about yeah, last week's um, since then, we've been killing it. So let's go ahead and get into another interview. That was a lot of fun. Mikey Betts and Seaweed talk with David Kaplan and Philly Godfather right here on the Mikey Betts show
0: all right guys we have the philly godfather coming on again recurring guest aka my dad i didn't even know he was my dad until the roast
4: uh
0: and we have espn chicago's best uh nbc network you know the best dave kaplan uh you can find him anywhere you can find him on twitter at the cat and you can find the philly godfather at philly godfather what's up guys oh what are you doing it's great to be when i'm on with the Philly Godfather, it's a
2: good night, man, because that guy is a stud.
0: Hell yeah. I
5: appreciate it, Cap. But, uh, you know, you just said you can find Cap everywhere, including the window. Lately, he's been giving out these free pick videos, and he's on fire. Have you
0: seen those? Yeah.
2: What's, what's been going on with you, Cap?
0: Mr. Handicapper.
2: <laughs> you know what? The Philly Godfather and I met over Twitter. I ended up going out to breakfast. I got to see one of his awesome muscle cars that he has, and he's taught me a lot about how you handicap in the NFL. Steve, what did you always tell me about the play on the lines? And as you look at all these different sports, there's a lot of value in props. It's harder to pick sides sometimes in the NBA because you never know who's going to play. But props, like yesterday, Steve was all over. Kyle Hendricks over four and a half strikeouts. What did he punch out? Eight? that was an easy winner for you
5: (laughs) yeah we made some money yesterday colorado kind of got us at the end i would have went 10 and 2 i was 8 and 2 on the day i had colorado and the under and they gave two outs in the
2: ninth they gave up a wild pitch to give them the lead or
5: they had two outs with two strikes like for three straight batters in the ninth right these these relief pitches this year i mean they're just killing us sometimes it's but it's baseball man it's uh variants and you got to deal with it you just got to keep picking winners that's all
0: i feel right i feel like in the baseball season we're starting to see the reflection on uh back-to-back games with with basketball now so when we're seeing these uh going to the betting center for basketball it's so hard now you see the back-to-back games and you're like all right so this game the first game they did this they might have a good chance of repeating it and it's bullshit it's no shot they you know it doesn't it never happens so uh i feel like basketball you're starting to see the uh, the repercussions of the COVID season, you know, the back-to-back, so it's hard to bet on, and the blowouts have been crazy. Um, unless you're a Knicks fan like me. I mean, I'm a Bulls fan at first, but a Knicks fan, they were number one against the spread, man. I made a lot of money this year off the Knicks. It was yeah, nice. that's
2: because Tom Thibodeau, it, I love the guy. He's a yes, friend sir. of mine. Yes, he, sir. Tibbs is a guy who's, hey, man, I'm going to play my guys. I don't believe in load management, rest, and all that. He plays his guys, and in fact, only – Two guys in the NBA this year played 2,500 minutes, and they were both New York Knicks. R.J. Barrett was second. Julius Randle was number one.
5: Yeah, and like you said, Tibbet, I mean, he's got his team playing 100% each and every night. And as the season has progressed, we've seen this team really grow. I mean, guys like Randle, Rose, Barrett, they've stepped up to the plate, man. And the role players are also showing up every night. I mean, this team's dangerous coming down into the playoffs. He he's got them playing the right type of basketball and uh they're gonna be
2: tough to beat. Dude, yeah, they talking- don't have they don't have a great roster, but they are a really good team.
0: Yeah. We were talking about player uh player props and let's talk about Julius Randle. Over two point five threes a game has been always over for him. I, I have not seen oh, there's been games where he's missed threes, obviously, and he hasn't h- hit that hit that, but that has been a first sure lock almost all season uh i forgot what it was but it, it's been it's amazing so i do love player props going back to what you were saying cap uh you can find them anywhere you can find them there you can find them in baseball unfortunately football is not here right now but that's the best player prop to get anytime on sport, that's always one of the best ones you could look for
2: yeah it's funny i'll tell you guys a quick story i was driving to work last year because i do the bears pre and post on tv I'm driving in, I'm listening to NFL radio on satellite, and I hear Matt Neggy on a uh, tape. And they said, Matt, what do you think about Cole Komet, this kid you drafted? He hasn't done much. He said, I can promise you, we get in the red zone. That's the first guy we're looking for. We got to get him going. I walked in. I said, hey, what's Cole Komet first touchdown? 90 to 1. 90. And 23 to 1 anytime touchdown. So, you know, never cry over cash ticket, but I only threw $50 on it, and I think 100 on the anytime touchdown. When you get information like that, you oh, got to press the bet, right, Philly?
5: Oh, absolutely. Information that's not factored into the line, into the point spread, it's usually gold. And uh, if you have access to it, God bless you, man. That's why I always tell people to check out the beat writers read as many articles as you can watch as many press conferences try and get yourself inside of that locker room how they're thinking which way they're going to approach the you know the upcoming game and you may be able to catch some tickets
0: well said i have a funny story with that one i mean uh what was his name james white two years ago he had a kid and i'm pretty sure that it was on reddit i went down and down the stream to see what was going on and someone's like. Do not start James White. He just had a kid. I'm his cousin. We can't start him no matter what. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to do it. Sure shit. Didn't start him. Thank God. Uh,
4: thank God, man.
0: I forgot. I think Sonny Michelle had two touchdowns that game. I, I picked him up off the waiver wire. But that's for fantasy football. Now that we have the the uh, sports betting and the sports books back over in Illinois now, it's nice. Uh, I love it. You,
5: you got to remember, like, the odds makers have all the information that everyone else is acting to the stats the metrics you know the travel and, and you know the point spread is there for a reason it's the great equalizer but it's those little tidbits of information you can pick off that they're not factoring into that number into that price that can make you some
2: money
0: yeah. Yeah. Chris what are your thoughts what, what do you like for uh let's say let's say what are your best bets I know you're a Cubs guy so it's got to be hurting when you place your best well. this year
3: well, actually, I was going to ask Cap when he's off to Waffle House with Matt Nagy. Oh, yeah, this and morning. funny
0: guy. Yeah,
2: I was <laughs> on today. By the way, who's the Cubs fan here? Uh, me. 3 nothing. Jason Hayward just hit a two-run bomb up. John Lester.
0: Oh,
3: yep. Just saw it.
0: He was plus 400 to hit a home run today, too. Also,
3: is, is that Chris Chelios behind the... And uh, sitting behind home plate there?
0: I
2: think pretty, it is, yeah. He sure and John is. Lester are really close.
3: Oh, really? I did not know that. Okay. yeah. yeah. Wow, that's Interesting. awesome. Interesting. It's always
0: awesome to see uh, Johnny Lester come back. That's crazy. First time. That's nuts. First, first
2: time, and he just gave up a uh, sack fly to a lefty, Anthony Rizzo, and a Two run homer to another lefty, Jason Hayward. He will not be happy when he goes out to dinner tonight.
0: We'll take. it. Nope. keep it coming. You know he'll be at the Chicago Cut tonight. That's where he's going to be going.
2: That's where he's going. That's correct.
0: <laughs> oh wait, I can't. Oh well, it's it's a podcast, and nobody's going to hear that now. But uh, <laughs> I love the Chicago Cut. Um, you know, who I has keep
2: a... telling Philly Godfather, come to Chicago. I'm taking you to dinner there.
0: Chicago Cut's one of the best places. You know what's also good is uh, we're we're going there tomorrow. We're doing a podcast with Armando from la Carola, have you guys ever been there phenomenal great. phenomenal we armando is one of my great guy great guy always has the best food uh philly g when you when you come out here we'll take you to uh, Las Carola. it's probably better than chicago cut no i'm just those are uh, equal
5: so right now i'm on this no carb kick and i'm a low carb kick but uh as soon as i get down to my ideal weight i'll come out there i want to check out all the hot spots all the great restaurants and that one restaurant that has a sandwich named after me, I definitely want to check that place. I think it's called, like, the Curbside Inn
2: or something. I don't even know what it's mm-hmm. called. Right. They got a Philly Godfather sandwich.
3: It's nuts. <laughs> we got to go there. Where's the, Where's that at, Curbside Inn?
5: Yeah. I think it's, I think it's what it's called. I put it on Twitter a while back. If you just search Philly Godfather, I think it's, uh, like, a uh, filet mignon steak with a bunch of, you know, like... Uh,
2: uh,
0: roasted peppers on there, a bunch of... Oh, man. Yeah. It sounds tasty. It,
2: it looks delicious.
0: <laughs> yeah. that has got to be the ultimate flex, having a sandwich named after you and not even knowing where it is. It's got to be the ultimate flex. I love when it. You're,
2: when you're the Philly godfather, you know you're the king of the industry, man.
0: Hell yeah! I
5: mean, we've made some guys money out there. That one year, we had uh, the Cubs versus the Indians in the World Series. He did. And then the following year, we had, uh, we had Houston, the Dodgers, and you know, you know what upsets me the most is that Bears ninety five to one ticket. It still bothers me because if they make that field goal, I mean well, yeah, they I've got a, a great game. shot then. Oh my god. I mean, the Eagles barely beat the Bears, the Saints barely beat the Eagles, the Rams
2: barely beat the Saints. The Bears were in there. If they just win that game, it still
0: it still gnaws at me a little bit.
2: <laughs> gnaws at 90, you. Ninety five to one, he was all over
0: it. It gnaws no, at you. That gnaws. No, oh my! I still have dreams about that kick. That's the double doink that will forever haunt Chicago. I will never get over that. That's that's one of the worst too. So, talking about the Bears, they got kind of
5: shortchanged on their schedule this year. They got a tough schedule. They,
1: they
0: got, got like a really
5: tough schedule. Fourth toughest schedule, yeah, yeah, schedule? Like, right? Yeah, they're project. They got five teams with uh, projected win totals of ten and a half or higher. They got two at nine, and one at nine and a half. Like, their average opponent has, like, 9.14 projected wins this year. And then that's not even counting the Packers. Like, no one knows what's going on with the Packers. So, if, if you add the Packers to them, and if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, it, it, that's six teams with, with projected wins over ten and a half. That's a tough schedule.
2: Strength the schedule. They're the second toughest in the NFL on percentage. Wow.
0: All right. Philly G, I need to ask you uh, your inside information. What is telling me? What is telling you to tell me to bet the Washington football team to make the playoffs this year?
5: Well, first off, if you look last year, I mean, their AGL, uh, games lost to injuries, they were like in the basement of the NFL. You look at the turnover differential, they were ranked 24th. They were in a basement in the NFL. They had a quarterback that shouldn't have even been playing football for most of the season. And then Alex Smith comes in, and God bless him, comeback player of the year. But, I mean, he's playing on one leg. And they still made the playoffs. They still found a way to win seven games. And now this year, their defense is even stronger. They're probably going to be number one in every defensive metric. You've got to remember last year, their defensive metrics looked great. And their offense was horrible. So that defense was on the field so long. And they still played lights out. They got one of the best pass rushes in football. And as Cap you know, will tell you, I've said it over and over again, it's usually correlated. Teams that get to the quarterback on the defensive side of the ball usually get to the playoffs and go deep in the playoffs. So that's big for me. Uh, Fitz, you know what? He's not bad. And it surrounded him with a bunch of solid offensive players. Uh, you got two head coaches on that team. And, uh, I mean, the Panthers, you know, Riverboat Ron got to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton, who, to me, I think a lot of people think he's a lot better than he actually was. I think he has a losing overall record if you take off that one Super Bowl season. He's basically a 50-50 quarterback. And in that Super Bowl season, Cam Newton—if you look at his metrics—he was the eleventh best, best player in football. It was that defense that kept turning the ball over. They're number one in turnover differential that year, the Panthers. That made Cam Newton look so great. He's a great athlete at the goal line; he's unstoppable. But as a quarterback, to I me, mean, he's just average. So why can't he do it with Fitz this year? I love this Washington football team. And you got to remember, anytime we bet futures, I don't necessarily think they're going to win it all. I just think they're going to go real deep, and we'll have an opportunity to hedge and make some free money. And that's how you bet futures.
0: Yeah, I remember there was one ticket I cashed when you put it out. It was plus 360 Washington football team versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I was like, dude, is he? And I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, Ben's hurt. Okay, the, the media hypes up the Steelers more than they are. And the, the Steelers crushed them that game. And I can't cash that ticket. I made like, I, I forgot how much I made, like 250 bucks. Obviously, now I owe you dinner because I told you how much I made. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah,
5: they were 11 0. And Pittsburgh lost that game. Outright. Yes, they and they won, they won
0: eleven and one. That's why yeah,
5: yeah. they were still so won that game right? They were missing their edge rusher. Uh Big Ben was banged up. They were having problems running the ball. Now here comes this monster defense, Washington, that if you look at their games last year, they have a lot of people trouble, even in the game that they lost. And uh over like their last eleven games, I think they were six and five overall. And their average margin of loss was less than four or five points. I forget what it was. So, with no offense, with one of the worst offenses in football, they still got it done. This year they're going to be a lot better, a lot stronger. And let's be honest, the NFC East ain't that, you know, doesn't scare nobody. So, I think they got a great chance to win that division
2: and do it again. And they are exceptionally well coached.
5: And they play for them. They play for them.
2: And last year they had the distraction of him dealing with cancer on top of it all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ron Rivera's a warrior. I mean, you saw what he did in 2005 with us. With the, I mean, even 85, but 2005 when uh, he took us to the Super Bowl with Lovey, obviously. But I don't think we could have got there without uh, Ronnie Rivera. He builds great teams.
5: Uh, I always, you know, if you heard me on cap, I always talk about the nucleus of these teams. And that's what gets you there. Great offensive line, great defensive line. Some of the biggest wagers I'll make is when a team is missing uh, starting an uh, offensive line the left guard, and maybe the, the offensive line is really banged up. Uh, and I'll bet against them. I don't care, you know, who the opposing team is. If you don't have an offensive line to protect your quarterback, you don't have a team because you're not going to be able to score.
0: Yeah, you need fat boys in your life. Yeah, and, and ask,
2: ask Philly Godfather who he had in the Super Bowl for that exact reason. Kansas City was decimated up front.
0: Oh, that – we- I. Yeah, hell no. I did not pick uh, – I didn't pick the Chiefs on this one either. I knew the Bucs were going to – I didn't know, but, yeah, I knew the Bucs were going to blow them out. We, you see the defense that they have versus the defense that the Chiefs had. You saw it up on the line. They were – they had no starters. They were dead. It was terrible. Uh, but, I mean, I cashed my ticket. I had a good time.
5: Yeah, I mean, the Tampa Bay defense was good. Their, their pass rush was strong. And they, I don't know how they did it, but they convinced the – bet. they convinced the world to bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl at home. I mean – the ticket splits were so lobsled sided and it was just I kept thinking myself, "It's this is Tom Brady? And they got home field advantage. It's never happened before in the history of the Super Bowl. What is everyone doing betting on the Chiefs with no offensive line? And, and you know, when you watch the game, it, it all worked out that way.
0: People catch a wave and they drown. They follow what what goes, they follow what happens, they catch it and they drown. It always happens. I you know I'm
5: so enamored with fantasy football. And I know Mahomes puts up some great numbers. You know, I don't play fantasy football, but a lot of my friends do and they kept saying, oh, he's going to light him up. And I kept saying, well, who's going to protect him? And he ran around backwards and sideways for 500 yards in that game. It was it was just too much. He couldn't overcome it. And he's a great player, but he can't overcome
2: that. No, yeah. it wasn't his fault. But you missing Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher and uh, Laverne. And all those guys are out. And you're looking at Tampa going, geez, that Tampa team? Man, do they get after the quarterback. I was shocked that smart football people. I was on a show with Jeff Schwartz, Mitchell's brother. Uh, It's not even going to be a factor. They're going to kill Tampa. And I'm thinking you played offensive line in the NFL and that's how bad your take is. I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah. And there was
5: another little bit of information that was really sad. And I don't know a lot of people want to talk about, but Andy Reid was dealing with, you know, those issues with his son and hitting the car and that whole thing. And, you know, he couldn't be in the right mindset. And to me, what that just added—that just made me really unload on the Super Bowl. It's sad to say, but I mean, I'm in it to make money, and that information really—I mean, I put more money on the game. I had futures on Tampa Bay. I bet it again. We kept betting it, and uh, you got to look at everything when you know, especially in the Super
0: Bowl. Oh yeah, Well, especially when you're betting, you've got to leave it all on the field, and that's how I'm going to transition into the smoothest transition ever. Cap, what do you think about Fields? Speaking of Justin Fields.
2: Look, I think it's the most exciting thing to happen in Chicago sports since the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. Uh, we've never had a quarterback. Never. In fact, this is a funny story. So I go eat at this breakfast place. I was there today. It's called Expresso. And this really good Greek friend of mine, Gus, owns it. And he tells me all these athletes that come in there. Three weeks ago, I'm This is pre-draft, so a month ago, I walk in. I had been ranting on my show, as I like to do, about how we stink, we don't have a quarterback since Sid Luckman. I walk into the breakfast place. I shit you not, this old man sitting there with two older women, he looks up, he goes, are you Cap? I said, I am. He said, hey, Cap, thanks for mentioning my dad on your radio show today. I said, your dad? Who are you, Sid Luckman's son? Sid wow. Luckman, that's oh, the only wow. good quarterback we've ever gotten. Yeah,
0: yeah, talk about roots from Chicago. That's crazy. He's got to be an ancestor here. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. That's I got nuts. a question for you guys
5: Is anyone named Gus that isn't Greek? I've never met, <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. I got a good
2: Greek wife, yeah.
0: Uh, we got a, we got a guy at work, and uh, he calls everybody a Malacca. Can you guys tell me what a Malacca means?
5: It, it depends how they call it. If they're friends with you, it, you know. It's, it's, it's a sense
3: of endearment, right? It's a term of endearment. Yeah. yeah. okay, good.
5: Nah, you know. Yeah, you it's, better turn the other way.
3: There's problems. How many games into the bear season until we see Justin Fields?
2: Uh, I had Matt Nagy on my show today. And I said to him, okay, Matt, it's August 24, you're driving home, and your wife calls you and says, hey, honey, how was work today? I was really good. How's the young quarterback? Um, He's so good, I can't hold him off. And Matt started laughing, and he said, look, right now, today, Andy Dalton is our starting quarterback. Justin Fields will show us with his play, recognizing defenses, calling plays in the huddle, which... He's never had to do mm-hmm. Ohio state shuttled the plays in or signaled them from the sideline, depending on situation. Patrick Mahomes, according to Matt, he told us today, Patrick Mahomes till the day he started playing for the chiefs had never been in a huddle. Never because in high school and in college, they ran no huddle hurry up to take advantage of his, you know, amazing ability. He said the first time, we get into an 11-on-11 drill, and Andy Reid wants to watch and see this rookie and see if he can call plays, and he said all of a sudden he's out there completely lost, and he's barking in the huddle calling out the play, and one of the linebackers went, hey, a rookie, we can hear everything you're calling. Oh, that, man. That's why he didn't play as a rookie. Guys think the transition's that easy. It's not.
0: We also got to ask Philly G, we got to actually beg him if he could take Nicky Foles back. Can you can you have him back? We'll give you whatever you need. We'll I, I remember
5: back. going on Cap's show, and, and uh, there's a couple of shows I did in Chicago. I forget the other one, but Cap's my favorite one. And he asked me how Nick Foles would do, and I said, listen, you got to have a, a, a top five offensive line for him to perform or else – you know, he's stuck in quicksand. He's just, he's, he might not even make it through the season no. and that's exactly what happened. Like if you give him a, a sh- real strong offensive line, it can pick you apart. But if you don't have that, he's not mobile. He's, he's one dimensional. And he, you know, that's what happened. He got hurt. And that was it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of happy to see that sure. the Nicky Foles era is over in Chicago. It was short. It was sweet. Not never that started. sweet. <laughs>
1: never
0: <started. laughs> yeah. Never started uh i'm glad the mitch era is out i like mitch he was a good guy but uh, it's time for him to go i'm ready to see justin fields cap i know you got to go you're running against the clock with you so uh, we know that you're always busy we appreciate you coming on thanks again
2: i appreciate you guys philly i'll talk to you soon man
0: all right we'll see you we'll see you cap you got it all right and then uh we'll talk a little bit more i want to do some futures with uh with you philly g um do you have any good good uh futures that you want to throw down you know we gave
5: out the Suns to win the division and win the com- all that stuff earlier uh the college kids gave it out we nailed that one uh i like the knicks to beat the hawks tell you the truth i think the wrong team's favorite in that one i like them uh i like the clippers lines uh, a little too high for me to you know to bet anything on it but I-, I can't see them losing in the nba who else do we bet uh I mean, Miami Heat.
2: <laughs> Unpredictable.
5: I, it's tough, man. You're getting three to one. You can always hedge late. I think the series goes seven. Uh they're tough to beat. You know, they, they showed a lot of resiliency last year. That they're just uh you know, plus three high just seemed kinda of high to me,
0: you know. It does seem I mean, a little too high. Uh, yeah, it's just uh
5: you know, the bucks are just I don't know, in the playoffs they they just seem not to have what it takes. And uh I think the Blazers uh I think they beat the Nuggets, you know. And you think the Blazers it.
0: beat the Nuggets?
5: Yeah, I think so. Denver's got what, the home court advantage, the fourth seed, but the odds in this series, I mean it's a coin flip. It's yeah. a coin flip. I, I, I like the Blazers, man. I uh
0: I like the I like the seventy Sixers.
5: You like the Sixers? They got a shot. I mean, Brooklyn doesn't play any defense six got the number one seed when's the last team a team that wasn't uh ranked in the top 10 in defense that you know won the nba championship might have been like the 2001 lakers with mm-hmm. shaq and Kobe. I, I don't even remember when it was but it's gonna be tough man i mean uh their usage uh, only one guy can have the ball at any given time you know and you see how hard it kind of comes up a little short in the playoffs Depends on how Embiid plays. If he plays the way he was playing earlier in the year, six are going to be tough to beat. Uh, what are their odds now, 750? They yeah, were are 12-1.
0: Yeah, yeah. it, it was 750. I like, the, uh, I like the underdog odds. If you guys don't like favorites, if you guys don't like uh, to go with the, the top four, if you guys like to you know play with your odds a little bit better. I do like the Suns making it to the finals. I think they're at plus 900 to at least win the Western Conference finals. I think that would be uh, it's a pretty high chance. You got Chris Paul on that team if – if the Lakers get knocked, it's a free for all right now. You know, if they get knocked in that playing tournament, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and then in the in the East, what about the Knicks? I feel like the Knicks they can go as far as they could as far as they let them. They're number one defense in the league. I don't think they would make it to the, the finals, but they they have a they have a full shot to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, see how it goes.
5: You got a good price on that. I just the Sixers just tough to beat. They don't match up well against the Sixers if they got to play them.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully, somebody I mean, finds it.
5: Golden, Golden state with Steph. I mean, it's either he's got to be the what's he averaging 40 points a game the last thing Like, he, he's like out,
0: he's plus 1,000 right now, or I, I think it's it's crazy. I think he's like plus 10,000 right now to win the MVP because they already had they already pronounced uh Jokic or yeah, Jokic to win. So yeah, they didn't yeah. announce it yet, but it's already assumed.
5: I mean, you take him off that team, they might not be the
0: worst team in basketball, right? yeah. Yeah, I was I say, especially
3: him. if they somehow beat the Lakers, let's say, hypothetically make a run.
0: How do you not win MVP if you beat the Lakers? You know, or, I, I don't understand it.
3: Right. He's amazing.
0: Yeah, he man. is. He he truly is. He's one of the best. He's probably the best shooter I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Um, I kind of want to transition. We didn't really get to talk about your, uh, your lounge that's going to be built and uh, coming very soon. I kind of want to promote that. I do want to promote the follow the action network. And uh, I do you want to promote PhillyGodfather.com. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and where they could find you?
5: I mean, you just did, but uh... <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
5: why, why even talk? You know, what? Well, well, after that,
2: that was priceless. <laughs>
5: yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, where I'm at on Twitter, Philly Godfather, Philly Godfather. The website's the dot com. The lounge we broke ground probably about 16 months away. Uh, then probably another month or two to get it, you know, polished and situated. That's coming up and uh follow the action on youtube uh, at ft action show on twitter i mean we're interviewing fighters boxers athletes we had eddie alvarez on the other day the underground king uh we talked a little ufc we're trying to get logan and jake paul on the next few weeks uh, i talked to bj flores his uh, trainer so uh we might get him on there if that's if we do get on him on there you got to come on because that'll be some huge exposure oh hell
0: yeah bro I'll be that on. That'll, be that'll be so fun yeah that would be crazy that'd be crazy that would be, be yeah. uh That'd be something else if we we'll could get on with uh, Jacob Logan. Yeah, it's
5: amazing uh, how these YouTubers are transitioning in the boxing and the sports betting, and it's just everything's being cross-networked and promoted. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad, you know, but it's just uh, the world's changing. The young guys are on top of everything, you know what I mean? So it's all about promoting, getting your name out there, and giving the people a great product. And that's what we try and do. I mean, we haven't had a losing season since we launched the Philly Godfather in 2012. You know, we've had losing weeks, losing months, but at the end of the year, we always get the so check us out
0: that's what i say i say it's not it's it's in it's in for the long run it's not you're having a bad week you're having a bad month no you as long as you have a good year you have a good plan you invest it you treat it like it's a real estate or it's a, it's a property and it's a good investment you're going to have a lot of risk a lot of reward try to do low risk high reward that's what i try to do as always um you can catch me on follow the action i'm always on i have the, the i'm on. The Mikey Betts show, you can catch that on there. Catch me on Belly Up Fantasy Sports, MikeyBets.com. Uh, you can find Chris anywhere. You can find him at all the websites I just said as well. You can find him on his Twitter page. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that's uh, Chris H underscore MB yes. show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who so do oh, you
3: like to the Super Bowl, Chris? For a year. Let's say one more year. Somehow they work things out. Could you see that maybe if if numbers are going down and dwindling a little bit, could you see the Packers possibly being having enough to to make a run?
5: Oh, absolutely! They got almost all their guys coming back.
3: Mm-hmm. You got Aaron Rodgers, right? Who, exactly.
5: I mean, if if they don't call that holding play, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, right. Tampa Bay, right? We could be talking about the Green Bay Packers, the Super Bowl winners.
3: Could He's be. Been, yep. Could be a whole different could thing.
5: To and if they just had given them another weapon, because they keyed in on their wide receiver and they kind of took him out of the game a little bit. Uh but if they had drafted a wide receiver or, or, or someone that could have helped them on offense, mm-hmm. uh I can understand his frustration. I can I've, understand yeah, absolutely he's trying to leave and he's talking about the GM and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, with a team that's that strong, with a team that was one penalty away from possibly winning the Super Bowl, reaching the Super Bowl, and if they got to the Super Bowl, they would have beat that Kansas City Chiefs team. Uh it's hard for him to walk away, you know. At first, you know, you let your emotions get to you, and you're upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always tell people, you never let emotions dictate your decision making. And eventually, when Aaron Rodgers cools down, he might stay. He might not. I mean, you know, it's t- it's tough for him because he's such a great athlete, and he should have more Super Bowl rings. And he's in a smaller market. Uh, it's a tough call, man. Tough call.
3: Have you looked into that trend at all? Uh, Because that was something that had been in my mind for a while, that if they were to just work things out, because I assume over these past couple of weeks, numbers have started to kind of fall in regards to a future. But, I mean, if they – but the thing is, like you're talking about wide wide receivers, and if you can contain Devontae Adams, what much more does – that offense have to have to offer, so it's and that, and that's
5: it, hard to do. I mean, it's not it's not easy to continue. right, true, <laughs> yeah. exactly,
3: exactly. No. So,
5: I mean, they're still favored to win the division. I think they're like mm-hmm. minus one eighty one seventy. They're probably like fifteen to one still uh, to get to the Super Bowl. So, there's a lot of uncertainty, but the numbers are still there. I mean, the market's still saying that he might be staying.
3: Okay, okay. If uh, you
5: see those numbers start to move, well, then he's definitely leaving.
3: Well, I was going to say, but then yeah, that that signifies. Something's going to take place, yeah. Because
5: sure. the market will move before the information gets out there. The market mm-hmm. moves first, yeah. You know, I would but...
3: definitely. I'd
0: watch those lines move on Washington football team, and I'd watch them move up for Denver. So anybody uh, watching, wanting to see if where he'd go, I'd watch those two lines too. Because if if the uh, if they start getting well, if their odds start going up, I feel like uh, there's more of a chance if he starts going to those teams. You know,
5: the Raiders too. I mean, don't count out Chucky. You know, people say they don't have money to get man. Chucky will do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers, and he's in with the Packers organization. He's, you know he was with mm-hmm. them years ago. Yeah. Um, so th- you know they got a little bit of a relationship, but uh, more than likely, I mean, John Elway, if he can grab him, man, that, that'll be an unstoppable. Their offensive stack, Their defense last year they were banged up. This year they're going to be healthy. They got some monsters on that defensive line. That Denver Broncos team with Aaron Rodgers is very dangerous.
0: Yeah, it's scary, especially in a uh, mile high field. We've got that air elevated. Oh my gosh, he's got the moon shots with that. Hell, Marys. Yeah, and,
3: he, and he's able to run that that offense however he wants, really. Yeah, without Fangio. Vic, uh, yeah, I don't think Vic Fangio really gets in his way at all, really.
5: Well, I mean, he's so good at you. A few years back when Denver had that unbelievable pass rush, I think it was the first game of the season when they were losing. And then the second half, he went to hurry up. And any time you see a quarterback better to hurry up offense to start off the second half, you know that's to negate the pass rush because they can't mm-hmm. get off the field. They're going to be tired. So he just he just knows how to win, man. He's so he's so talented. He's so smart. I mean, when it comes to football IQ, maybe Tom Brady. I don't even know if he's he, – you know, he's better. But uh, physically talented, not too many better. Uh, Tom Brady, obviously the GOAT, but Aaron Rodgers is on
0: Yeah, he's up there. If he had more rings, he'd be in more conversation as the GOAT. I just hope to see him out of Chicago or out Mm. of Chicago, out of the NFC North. Out of that division, that'd be fine with me. So, but I do want to wrap it up. I know we got to go. We got to get out of here. We got to keep it uh, at least to the time limit. Philly G, I want to thank you for coming on. As always, it's always a pleasure. Always, always. And uh, we will catch you soon. We will, uh, we will definitely catch up and have you on the show sooner than later. And I will definitely be on soon if Jake and Logan are on. If they're not on, I will still be on soon, of course. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
3: Mikey, up? bring up Mikey, bring up the child support.
5: Oh yeah, man, you
0: owe me some child support. What happened <laughs> no, to that? Yeah,
5: I swear I tried to come back a million times, but every time I saw that picture, I went the other way. Ah,
0: shit, <laughs> I don't blame you. I would too.
5: <laughs> Congrats on the uh, engagement, man. That's hey, awesome.
0: man, I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. But thanks again. So,
5: all right, dude, I'll talk to you. All right. I'll see you.
0: Thanks, brother.
3: Take Bye. care, Philly Godfather.
0: Take it easy, man. All right. That was the Philly Godfather. We had Cap on as well. We appreciate everybody coming on the show. What do you think, Chris?
3: That was awesome as always. That was one of, I felt like that was a a really, really good segment right there. We talked a lot of different areas. Um, Talked Justin Fields. Talked some... Futures in the NBA. Man, we we really we talked a little waffle house with Matt Nagy because Cap was able to talk with him earlier in the week. Dude, just an all around good time.
0: I don't want to sound a little narcissistic, but uh Dave Kaplan just said happy uh congratulations to me getting engaged. And so did he, the Philly Godfather. Did. Yeah, oh. so
3: did both of them did. I'm
0: about to fall over, I'm about to lose my legs. So very nice. Alright, well that was the Philly Godfather and Dave Kaplan, aka the Catman, and at The Philly Godfather. Wow, dude. Nice guys. Nice awesome. fucking guys.
3: Awesome. Awesome interview. We uh like I said earlier, we redeemed ourselves.
0: Yeah. Especially with that old uh that old meatball. But um
3: You do your research, Mikey.
0: Hey uh <laughs> as uh Cab- or as uh the Philly Godfather would say, what a fucking Malacca. <laughs> Shout out Pete. I mean as your dad
3: as your dad would say.
0: Yeah, as my dad.
3: Oh man. So Mikey bets. What do you got what do you got going for us this upcoming week? These motherfuckers always and where are can question. No, I'm <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I
0: was fucking I was mad that you were asking me about bets.
3: You need to get me out of my rut. Hold
0: on. Shout oh I got you. I got the rut shut up rut. You want to talk series? for basketball because i have some series games that i want to go through or we can talk baseball bets
3: or we can talk hockey bets let's go nba
0: all right well i want to start out with tonight's game uh warriors versus the lakers you have the warriors right now at plus seven why would you not take money off that you got the scoring title champion uh Steph Curry. I feel like this is a given. Uh, I don't think that he's going to beat them necessarily, but I don't think that it's going to be a blowout. I feel like Steph Curry has the same amount of hunger that LeBron does. Even though he's not the better player, he does have the same amount of will. And uh, the Lakers aren't what they were last year. They're the seventh seed right now. I do like what Steph Curry's doing. He's hot, man. He's unstoppable. And It's hard to defend a guy that shoots from the fucking logo unless you're full court pressing him. So I'm going to take the the Warriors plus seven on that one. I don't see them getting past the Suns in a seven game series. So I got the Suns moving on. Uh, But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I do want to talk about uh, I do want to go to Friday's game. We'll go to um, Bucks versus Miami. I really do not like. Milwaukee, I feel like Milwaukee's window closed two years ago. Um, they got Giannis, but Giannis is only getting, you know, he's losing. He he needs help and he needs to get out. He needs to escape. If you can't beat him, join him. And he's about to join somebody. I don't know when, but he's going to force a trade somewhere. I don't see this number three team. It doesn't look like a number three team uh, in real life. On paper, sure. But I don't see them beating the Heat. Knicks versus Hawks series. I really want to go with the the Knicks, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Knicks, obviously. I don't know why uh, the Hawks are heavily favorited here. John Collins is a good player. Trey Young's a great player. I'm glad that he made the playoffs this year, but dude, MIP most improved player. Julius Randle has been playing like a fucking dog this year, and there's no chance that he's going to let Atlanta get past him. Uh, If you want to move it to the West side, um, the Western Conference We'll go to the Clippers versus the Mavericks. Dude, you got to take the Clippers on that one. I feel like they're going to win that Series 4-2. Same thing with uh, whoever the Sixers play. I know that um, I think that uh, they're going to blow out the Hornets. The Hornets don't have enough. Same thing with the Nets. It doesn't matter really who they play. Let's say they play. I like Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. I like Bradley Beal. But, dude, they do not have enough star power or firepower to be beating these Nets. The Nets are definitely going to be making it into the Eastern Conference Finals if they beat the Heat. Obviously, um, that's the only thing that steps in their way of that. Um, we'll see how that goes. The most exciting game, the most exciting series that I like with this this first round, which we'll be talking about next week too, because it'll still be going. I really like this Blazers Nuggets game uh, Nuggets series. I feel like that's has the potential to go to a Game Seven series. You got about three of these series have the potential. You have. You have Blazers, Nuggets. You have Bucks, Heat, and then you have Knicks, Hawks. That can all potentially go to Game Seven. The other ones, I don't really see unless uh, Steph Curry still keeps it hot and pushes a Game Seven series against the Suns, but I really don't see it. Uh, so that's that's going to be my full breakdown of the you know the playoffs uh, for the first round. I don't want to go into the second round yet. I'm going to do that. Uh, when I have a little bit more research I don't want to be giving you guys a blind eye and then who do you have winning the uh the championship for the the NBA for the Larry the NBA, O'Brien award yep I
3: don't I don't think it's going to be the Nets really I don't know I just I just think they're going to get I think there's going to be at least uh I don't know. I, I think they'll make it pretty far. I just don't think. I think they're going to be upset somewhere along the way. Um,
0: I hope it's by the Knicks because I don't know who else can upset them in the in the Western Conference or Eastern true. Conference. In the Western Conference, yeah, you, you got the fucking Jazz could take them out if they wanted to. Um, What about the uh,
3: do you anticipate the Lakers to make any sort of push forward when they get healthy?
0: It's playoff mode, bro. LeBron James Mm -hmm. is a different beast in playoff mode. Right. Like, that's what I said. I said, this, this is the first year that, I mean, I, you know, every year you go in and it's like, Oh, LeBron James can't make it to the finals. Knowing that LeBron James is probably going to make it to the finals. Right. Like you can have that as you're a fan of LeBron. I'm not, we all know that. Um, I do like him as like, I think he's a great player. Um, and a great human. He's great fucking human, but, um, I'm a bulls fan. So I'm just a meatball. Right. It's never going to change. Um, (laughs) never gonna change i just gotta stick to my ways on that one chris is more rational thinking yeah um but yeah it's fine i i i do see lebron going to the finals i couldn't see him pushing it all the way because like i said he's a different beast and also dude mentally players are fucking scared of that guy you know they're like holy shit they're starstruck all these young guys are like holy shit this is fucking lebron james right right uh these guys get a little bit of starstruck and, and and LeBron knows how to take care of him, especially when it comes to clutch time. But the problem is now he's not going against some fucking young guys going against Steph Curry. One of the guys who stopped him from winning two rings. So
3: yeah, it's uh, funny how funny how those guys are playing in a, a play in game, right? Compared to where they were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Compared to where they were a few years ago.
0: Shout out Danny Mac on that office, office reference. Yep. Uh, yep. By the way, next week, we will either not, either next week or in two weeks, we'll be having Danny Mac on, uh, you know, always having Danny on is yep. always fun and always. Um, always good to hear his drunk stories. <laughs> so with that being said, we can wrap it up with the Mikey Betts show. I really appreciate everybody coming on. Please check out the revamped com. Please, I really appreciate it. Ah, uh, you can find out everything that you need to know, and uh, we're all we're all there. We have our streaming shit over there. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Real Mikey Betts. You can follow Chris at Chris H underscore MB Show. That's M B B as a boy show. Uh, with that being said, Chris, I appreciate you. I love always, you. Always, always. Also, shout out to my new fiance, baby girl. We did it. Shout out and. uh... Hell yeah. Thanks, guys.
3: When did that happen?
0: Shut the fuck up. All right, guys, we're out.